Oh, you're not. <laughs> before we do that. Yes. Before we return. Before, yes. Before I forget, because I will forget. I will get off the talk and I will forget. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I've been rebranding my business. Mm-hmm. Um, once you see your, okay, long story short, I am going to be making baby bundles. Okay. You are the only person so far that I know outside of my brother and outside of Naya, who, who's having a niece, that is also having babies. Mm-hmm. I need to practice. Okay. I'm making baby bundles that includes a onesie. A, cus- a personal or customized baby bottle. Okay. No, two onesies. I'm sorry. Two okay. onesies, a ba- customized baby bottle, a pacifier and a pacifier lanyard, um, a baby blanket, mm-hmm. socks and a bit. Okay. And like, and as an added bonus, people can add on the little elephant that's got like the, the name on one ear, the time date. And the pounds that they were born on the other ear. I didn't know that was a thing, but okay. Um, would you want one? Yes. For yes. For okay. my nephew, yes, absolutely. I don't know what Nathan and Marsha are having just yet. She's only three months along, but Camille's baby shower is like I said, the weekend after your wedding. Which that doesn't have to be the gifts for the baby shower. It can be a after the baby birth gift, but yes, I definitely want one. Um, okay, so I mean, I am taking donations for it or mm-hmm. to get started with it, mm-hmm. but I just bought my machine to be able to do it. Okay, but I do need the practice as well. Okay, so I wanted to know if you will possibly want one. Absolutely, because I'm trying to get it out there. And oh, I just definitely let me want know, one. like, if you'd rather have the baby bundle. Or if you want both, the elephant and the baby bundle. But the elephant, it will kind of need to wait till after the baby's born. Yeah, and I know telling what, what direction this baby is going. But um, we can talk more about that later because i got to have to give it some thought and then just think of in detail how I want everything done. But absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. You can choose color. Oh, God, I have three people. Although boys are usually blue, but... hmm Yeah. Okay. I wanted to let you know because, girl... I've really been like trying to get back to my business stuff. I understand. But I want to expand on what I can do. And I'm also going to be making other things, but I can't tell you what that shit. I can't tell you what that other thing is until after the wedding. Okay, that's fine. That's totally fine. We can talk all about it after the fact. Um, all right, cool. So you ready? Yeah. Okay. Recording and, in progress. Damn. All right. And we're back from a brief break. Uh, we talked a bit about the video analysis, which again, the video was pretty straightforward, self-explanatory. Um, in a lot of ways, it's very similar to the Call Me By Your Name music video in regards to the whole stigma of you think I'm going to turn out this way, but I end up actually loving it. Um, and before we move on to the lyrics, I did see something on TikTok that kind of like didn't sit right with me so and you can tell me your thoughts on this as well so apparently because the music video was so heavily influenced by prison culture people were quote-unquote upset 
at uh, Jake Harlow's verse and scene in the music video where Lil Nas X is seen, you know, being catered to by jailbait men. Jack Harlow is seen seducing a female prison officer and that apparently rubbed people the wrong way. Like they were mad at him for being, you know, with a woman instead of with... (laughs) Which this could have just been a troll. This could have just been somebody trolling. But if this is really what people are upset about. Okay, so with that, I did see people saying like, oh, they had to throw in a woman for Jack Harlow. But Jack Harlow spoke out in the Genius interview Mm -hmm. and he tweeted stating that if Lil Nas X wanted him dancing up there with a man or whatever, he would have done it. it. Because he supports Lil Nas X and nothing more. They catered to Jack. They catered to Jack Harlow because, and this should prove it to y'all, they're not trying to force their sexuality on nobody else. Exactly. If Jack Harlow's not gay, he doesn't have to be seen with with men. Exactly. Like, and again, he would have done it if he was asked, but out of respect for his sexuality, they let him do in his scene what he wanted. And even his verse is catered to the fantasy of sexualizing women. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, which we'll get into his uh, verse in a minute, but you don't have to. And then, and I like that because people assume that because you're gay, you're going to try to force your gayness onto other people to convert them from being straight to being gay. But all that proved was I'm gay, he's straight, but we can still be friends. Exactly. And people act like you cannot you cannot be a straight heterosexual person friends with gay people. Only like women can do that. Men cannot right. do that. I don't right. know where that dumbass fucking logic came from, but it's it's not true. You can most definitely be a cis heterosexual man mm-hmm. and be friends with gay men. There's no, there's no rule not in the world that Because not every gay man finds you attractive. Exactly. A lot of y'all are dirtballs. <laughs> and gay men have high standards. Yeah, that's true. And I think it shows not only the level of comfortability that Jack Harlow has with Lil Nas X, but also just, again, it's breaking that stigma. Like, it's not, it's a stereotype for most straight men to be homophobic toward gay men just because they're gay and they assume that, oh, you're going to hit on me because I'm going to... No, because he might not even be a little Nas X's type. They might just be really, really cool. And I want to point out that I didn't even think Jack Harlow had it in him to come up with a verse this phenomenal, but he did a great job in this song. And I was actually very impressed because that What's Poppin' has to be like one of the cheesiest, you know... Unenthusiastic what? songs I've ever heard in my life. This video. It's it, he he was trending on TikTok for like five months, and the song played on the radio, and I decided just to give it a listen. It was it was so corny. Like it wasn't even there were maybe one or two clever lines in there that were kind of you know cool, but overall the song was just basic. It was it was nothing unique, um, like special about it. But this verse. He did a great job, and I was actually very, very impressed. I was surprised how well he did in the song. Um, but yeah, it just, it just again, it crosses that stigma. It, it breaks up that stereotype that. But what, what, what got me is just like, why are y'all trying to? Y'all are trying to enforce 
gay culture into straight men. And you can't even say that Lil Nas X is trying to push that stigma out because it wasn't 100% participation, which it didn't have to be. But the fact that y'all feel like it needed to be says more about y'all than it does about him. I think. Exactly. And I, I really feel like they could have taken this point to um, to point out the fact that, yeah, you know what? Y'all are mad about Lil Nas X, but he's not pushing an agenda because if he was, he would have had this cis heteros man mm-hmm. dancing with a gay man mm-hmm. in his video because, you know, you're featured on his song. Instead, he made it come, he didn't push his sexuality towards everybody focused in the group. Right. He, everybody involved. Jack right. Harlow stayed to his sexuality. Mm-hmm. And Lil Nas stayed to his. And they still made a bomb ass song. They still collabed in the video. It was still good. Like, and I think so it also still speaks a, to the, the idea of prison culture defense. because I think it still speaks to the idea of prison culture because, yeah, you do have these, you know, like, I don't know what to call them, booty warriors. I don't fucking know. You got these men who scout out other men in prisons, you know, in the showers, in the in the yard, you know what I'm saying? But you also have inmates that are intimate with the prison staff, with the security, with the with the cooks and the cleaners and shit. And that's the thing that happens. The one that's with the nurse, the one mm-hmm. that's protected by the nurse. Mm-hmm. The, there's a lot of stories out there. There are stories about prison guards who helped the handsome thing that they fell in love with, nothing, man, <laughs> that they fell in love with escaped from jail. I've, I've seen, I've seen documentaries about, about it. <laughs> They all exactly. got tattoos of the inmates' so, gang on their butt cheeks and shit. So yeah, like that's a thing so that like actually the, happens. The the segment of the music video of Jack Harlow was not far fetched. No, it wasn't. It, it was wasn't just a straight man in a gay man's video. Yeah, that's all it was. Doing and of course straight the people shit. who are supposed to be allies are making fun of it. That would further make somebody believe that y'all are trying to push an agenda. Yeah. Because y'all are like, oh, he had to have a woman in there to prove he's not gay. Like, No, the fuck he didn't. He had a woman in there because he likes women. The exact same way that Lil Nas X had a nigga popping his ass in his face on his jail cell bed. He wanted a girl rubbing all over his back. Like, why is that concept so difficult for motherfuckers to grasp? Like, like, yeah. It, it goes with his lyrics. Like, my handprint on her ass. That was my like, favorite part of the song. I said, damn, okay. Like, why is that so hard for you to understand? Like, not everybody has to be gay. Just like not everybody has to be straight. You can embrace who you are as an individual. You know, but it's like... And you know, I saw, I saw a TikTok, and every time I see it, it pisses me off. What is it? It said, if you're still straight or heterosexual in 2021, you should unalive yourself and you failed as a human being. Like, what are you kidding me? What the fuck is wrong with people? Just because Even there's a name for every like, type of... Me? Just because there's a name for every type of sexual preference doesn't mean that if you're just heterosexual that there's something wrong with you. Like, there's one thing to go on a journey of self-discovery and realize this thing about yourself, but even if you do that and you're still like, well, I'm still a man who's attracted to women, who gives a shit? Like, why does that matter? I don't... Anyway, let's dive into these lyrics real quick, because the world is just gonna piss me off. Alrighty, so, I will sold up on my laptop. Okay, great. Alrighty, so the first, um, well, the first 
whatever. It mm-hmm. goes baby back, a couple racks, a couple Grammys on him, couple plaques, a okay. that's a fact, a throw it back, a throw it back. You're not supposed to say it like you're singing it. That's I'm how sorry. we avoid the copyrights. Right. You just gotta read it. You just gotta read it. So sorry. let's let's do that real quick. So he was just just acknowledging his accomplishments. You know, y'all thought I fell off, but here I am still. As he should. Got got all these, you know, awards and certifications Great. underneath my belt. Bragging, showing them off, shining them up. So he all clean. ain't even got Grammys. <clears throat> exactly, exactly, exactly. So I'm just reminding y'all who I am, where I'm at, and what I'm doing. Just in case you forgot. You know, I got it. I got it right here on display for you. Uh, you want to keep going? You want to keep going? And y'all throw it back to my music. That's what I got from that. That's what it is. Okay. So twerk to my accomplishments. Um, and this one is for the champions. Mm-hmm. I ain't lost since I began. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny how you said it was the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I went and did it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to do this one? You want me to do it? So I feel like. My interpretation again. These are our interpretations, mm-hmm. even though they do do like breakdowns. Yeah, they did. They break down. Which what, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but you know, it is. Yeah, this is what it translated to me and uh-huh. why I resonate with the song. Uh huh. So for me, this part was like this one is for everybody who was knocked down, who was you know told that they wouldn't make it, was talked about. This one is for y'all. We are the champions because we standing up. I ain't lost. I ain't fell off since I started. Mm-hmm. Everything I've dropped has been a bank. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> Funny how you said it was the end. Mm-hmm. Y'all kept saying that I was being canceled. Like, y'all kept saying, oh, he's canceled, oh, he's canceled. And then I dropped another song. Mm-hmm. And I went all over again. <laughs> and yes. the, when I think about it, the more I think about it, the more that's like 100% accurate. I have not heard, as far as his singles go, I haven't heard a single bad one yet. We we go down the list. You go Old Town Road. You go Panini. You go Panini Remix. You go Rodeo. You go Rodeo Remix. You go Holiday. You go Industry Baby. You go Monterio. Well, I got those two mixed up, but you see what I'm saying? Where's the flop? Like I haven't I haven't heard a flop yet. Like I just haven't. So unless they just in the cut. You know, playing high and seek, I haven't heard it. I was actually skeptical of Holiday for the longest time because I don't know. Some of us celebrities making Christmas songs bothers me, but it's not really a Christmas song, right? I I listen to it. It's not really a Christmas song as much as it is just a in general holiday song, which is cool. I can appreciate that. Um, Because I think he dropped it around Thanksgiving. Actually, I don't think he dropped it around Christmas. (laughs) I don't even think he dropped it around Christmas. I think he dropped it around Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, it was not bad. It wasn't even bad. No, it wasn't even that bad. Um, okay. Uh, you want to continue with the lyrics? I don't. I don't lost my train of thought. That I time. told you long ago on the on the road. I got what they waiting for. I don't run from nothing, dog. Get your shoulders. To, get your soldiers. I'm sorry. Tell them I ain't laying low. Mm-hmm. You was never really rooting for me anyway. When I'm back up at the top, I want to hear you say, "He don't run from nothing, dog. Get your shoulders." Soldiers tell them that the break is over. I like that. I like that. So 
He's been telling us since Old Town Road mm-hmm. that he was playing shit, okay? Mm-hmm. He's been telling us since he dropped that, that he was on top. Um, He's been telling us that this is something new, he's different, and I stand by that 1,000%. Mm-hmm. I support that. I support that. Absolutely. He's definitely different. Um, he ain't ran from nothing. He's done a whole bunch of stuff controversial mm-hmm. that would get him talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes bad, not all clout is good clout, right. but the way that he gets people talking is definitely in a good way because he's encouraging a lot of uncomfortable conversations that people need to have with themselves. Yeah, that's true. Um, and get your soldiers... Christians, get your masses, get your cults. <laughs> Basically, I'm ready to go to war behind this. Exactly. I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to stand up for who I am, for what I came here to do. Y'all not going to take me out as easily as you think you are. Whatever you got coming towards me, I'm ready for it. Exactly. And it's um, over with after that. Um, homophobic, LGBT, LGBTQ-phobic black people... Y'all can come. Everybody. I'm ready for Everybody I'm can get it, basically. Anybody and y'all can are very it. anti-black, by the way. If you're LGBTQ-phobic, you're anti-black. Speaking of controversial, um, you are hilarious, by the way. Uh, okay, so mm-hmm. I, I seen someone just read over his verse um, on TikTok, which you might just have to go from start to finish because you there is no stopping point. It is just all the way through just impeccable. So if you want to just start at the top and work your way down as far as the verse goes, and then we can just break it down from piece to piece because okay. his whole verse is just crazy. But for the chorus, uh, y'all wasn't really rooting for him if y'all could change up just for the simple fact that he's gay. But I thought I needed my glasses. You squinting real, right. real hard. Can you see the screen? Huh? You squinting real, yeah. real hard. Um, but yeah, you was never really rooting for me anyway. When I'm back up at the top, I want to hear you say, don't be riding my dick when I'm successful. Right. And Keep that like, same energy. It. Keep that same energy. Black excellence. There like, nah, go. y'all, he wasn't black excellence when he was like, no, like, but, um, for verse number two, mm-hmm. uh, need a, uh, Need to get this album done. Need a couple number ones. Need a plaque on every song. Mm. Need me like one with Nikki now. Telegraph nigga, I don't see ya. Ha. I'm a pop nigga like Biva. Ha. I don't fuck bitches, I'm queer. But these n- niggas bitches like Medea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Oh, let do it. I ain't fall off. I just ain't released my new shit. You gotta slow down. We gotta, we gotta hear every word. <laughs> you going Sorry. too fast. So. I ain't fall off. I just ain't released my new shit. Uh-huh. I blew up and everybody trying to sue me. Yep. You call me Nas, but the hood call me Doobie. So if we start so. at the top, we start at the top. I need a plaque on every song, like the one with Nicki now. Basically, when this new album drops, every single song is is has to go platinum. That's how great he's telling himself. I have to make music that's that great for every single song, not just the album itself to be certified platinum, but every single song to be a platinum single, to be a platinum hit. That's how hard and I gotta go one. moving forward. Um, what did he say after that? He said, "Give me like one with Nicki now." Mm-hmm. Eh. 
Not, I mean, I mean, if, if that's what he wants to do, I support him. But what after okay. that? What did he say after that? Uh, tell a rap nigga, I don't see ya. Ha! Mm-hmm. I'm a pop nigga like Bieber. Ha! Justin Bieber fell off. Like, yeah, he did. But but that's not what we're here to talk about. So the transition from this country rapper, which is what the I, I want to say was the gimmick in in the beginning with Old Town Road, because it was different. Now it's more into the, the pop wave, which basically is this way of saying he can dominate any genre that he chooses to. Because he did the country shit, he did the rap shit, now he's doing the pop shit. Basically, he's unstoppable in any category. He's a pop nigga like Bieber. What was the line after that? I don't fuck bitches, I'm queer. But these niggas, bitches, like... <laughs> Let me tell you why I think that's hilarious. Because... Medea, as in Tyler Perry's Medea, is a man who dresses as a woman, who's also a gay man who dresses as a woman. It's like this. Oh shit, he's gay. Oh shit. It's like this. Congratulations. It's like this quadruple entendre. It's so many shots being fired off at one time that it's not only clever but it's like a jab at the same time because you have the type of person who, you know, presents themselves a certain way, but then, you know, they like to dress and drag and, and play female. Those type of niggas that you fuck with. Like, it's just, it's so many shots being fired off at one time. It's crazy. Um, it is. And I like the fact that in the music video, when he said, I don't fuck bitches, I'm queer. On was, that, he was he's like, I don't fuck bitches, I'm queer. Uh, wrist swap. He didn't say shit. <laughs> Wait, go ahead. Which, as 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 swole as he looked in this music video, the funniest shit you can see a swole nigga do is Darada, and I just like, bro, that, what the hell? And it was like him doing the little the little jumpy dance with the fucking weight. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called, but the little kick jumpy dance. Yeah, yeah, weight. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to think. Okay, so the line after that, um, oh, I, let's do it. I ain't fall off. I just ain't released my new shit. So everybody thought like, oh yeah, this nigga's canceled after the shoot thing. No, I'm just waiting mm-hmm. till it blow over mm-hmm. so I can stir the party. Which it blew over exactly pretty right. quickly. Like it wasn't even like it was the music video for Coming by Your Name lasted longer than the controversy about the shoes did. I think it did. Like, like people was still so upset about oh my god he kissed another guy he kissed himself shut up yeah and, oh and my god he yeah. twerked on the devil okay and yeah not too many people but that that shoe thing really blew off really quickly so again it's a tactic that he's using and I think he's very very smart at just using these tactics to get you know the people talking. You know, all publicity is good publicity. And he's not really making a bad name for himself. He's not doing anything that would, like, make him deem him a bad person. He isn't, like, punching old women and and, 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 and kicking babies in the face. You know what I'm saying? But he's just, like, he's just getting people talking like they were going to do anyway. But he's just amplifying it by doing what fears, what freaks them out the most. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody wants to see a proud gay man in prison. You know what I'm saying? Running the prison, ruling the prison, dominating the prison. Nobody wants to see that. And he knows that that's going to get people talking. And that's what he decides to do. And it just, it works. This is an amazing tactic and it works. I just. I didn't touch on this in the video analysis, but I appreciated the escape from Alcatraz. (laughs) 
Um, I was wondering where that came from because it looked it looked familiar, but I couldn't pinpoint it. A lot of people would recognize it as that Family Guy episode where okay. they're telling stories. Okay. And Peter and Cleveland were like, okay, in, in jail. I got you. And got he couldn't you. remember the Mexican city. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got you. That okay. Now it's but also in Mexico. That no, is also a spinoff from Escape from Alcatraz. Okay, cool. Now, because I can I can recall that Family Guy episode. Um, before I can recall that movie, which is pitiful, I know. Um, all right, you ready to get into Jack Harlow's verse? Because I'm excited about mm-hmm. this. I'm really excited about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. My track record's so clean, they couldn't wait to just bash me. I must be getting too fla- flashy. Y'all shouldn't have let the world gas me. <laughs> it's too late because I'm here to stay, and these girls know that I'm nasty. I sent her back to her boyfriend with my handprint on her ass cheek. I love that. I love that, though. Like, I really fucking do. I said, damn, for real? That's what you're doing? But uh, but again, so Jack Harlow went went viral from a song on TikTok. Anybody who can get a song on TikTok, remember this. Anybody who can get a song going viral on TikTok is automatically going skyrocket to popularity. And it's always a popularity contest. 90% of the songs that go viral on TikTok are trash. 90% are trash. But when, I, when I'm they, sitting here contemplating, but how they're no, but they're TikTok. popular, and that's all people care about is popularity. So when Jack Harlow went viral on TikTok with that one song, it went, it was everywhere, and that gave him enough buzz, enough momentum to make a name for himself, to get features, to do interviews, to go to you know special events, to meet people. That's that was the stepping stone that he needed to get to where he's at right now. So that little bit of buzz took him exactly where he wanted to be. And that's basically him just like acknowledging that because now you're you're flooding my ego. Now you're making my head bigger. Now I'm feeling like I'm a nigga. I can do what I want, which he's white. So yeah, he can't like, say that. But gas me up and I got flashy. Like exactly. Yeah. Like that's it. Because now you know, now I'm out here. Now I'm doing shit. So that's what that equates to. And you to. know this this portion right here. Um. I sent her back to her boyfriend with my handprint on her ass cheek. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, not saying that he copies it, but he, he didn't copy it or anything like that. But when I hear that, I think of our local rapper, Sneed, when he said, living life every day, trying to fuck a nigga's wife to show that nigga he a bitch and show that bitch that he ain't right. They're, those two give me the same vibe. And you know what? It's funny that you mentioned Sneed because... Jack Harlow's flow in this song is very unique. So if you break down rap as a poem, you got the the last word of each bar would like rhyme with every other word, right? So it's like the A-B-A-B or the A-B-A-C or whatever the case may be. As far as poetry goes, he kind of does this A-A-B-A. So if you take the first little bit of his verse, the first bar, the second bar, and the fourth bar all rhyme with each other. That bar in the middle kind of stands out on its own. And I peep this toward the end of his verse. Um, let me pull it up. I know you got the lyrics, but I'm looking for something very specific.
Yeah, like so and that's and that's what we're right. So when you yeah, so when you brought up Sneed, that was a good example because he does the same thing. But the difference between Sneed and Jack Harlow though is I'm not even sure I'm pronouncing his name right. Is Sneed is known for getting a little offbeat and then jumping back on, which is kind of syncopated. Yeah. Versus Jack Harlow, he just kind of switches up every other bar has a rhyming word at the end of it, which it's, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a I'm stuttering. Hold on. It's a unique way to keep people's interest because you they don't know what direction you're going to go. But it's also very tricky. You have to make sure you you plan it, you time it correctly. Because if you just writing and you ain't got a beat to write to, you can get off track very easily. Um, but like I said, I think he did a great job with this verse. Like I really really do. I think he did a phenomenal job. Better than I thought. Better than. great yeah his verse is really smooth and i think that it really like set it went well with nas yeah it went absolutely. really well absolutely i think it, it was just really brought smooth. something i liked it i think it just brought something a little brought something a little different to the table because you, you you're expecting Lil nas x to portray himself in a certain way which he absolutely did and then you get this little this little extra dazzle of something different which really helps tie it together. And then, of course, the, the outro of the song with those beautiful drums, those horns, that that chanting-like excitement just building up as the song closes out. Uh, any final thoughts on the song the overall? Baby. Yeah, it was it was it was so much energy, and I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, and I'm really looking forward to this album when it comes out, <laughs> which he hasn't made any announcements on the actual album release itself. We just have the title which is Montario, um, but no other updates on when the album itself will actually be dropping. So hopefully we'll hear more from that as this song continues to build momentum and gain popularity. Because like I said, it's been out for about a week and a half now and people are still talking about it. And you know, like, I feel like this is really good. You know, like in, um, okay, so in K-pop, they have like comeback season. Mm -hmm. So that's when like, the artists be dropping music, then they stop, and then it's comeback season again. So they'll drop their first song. They'll usually do it with like a live performance or something like that. Mm -hmm. when they showcase it. Mm -hmm. um, and usually, 
that live performance is the video for them. Okay. Usually. So BTS did that with Gogo. Um, I feel like this was a good comeback song for him, mm-hmm. basically, like to say, okay, this is my season to be dropping music again. Uh-huh. I feel like this is a good comeback to start his comeback season. And since the the world is trying to open itself back up, you know, you'll have more concerts, more festivals, more live performances where people can actually go and see the artist versus versus being in a virtual version of it, uh, which will definitely help boost any music that any artist decides to put out from this point moving forward. So that'll be very exciting to see how it all progresses and it all unfolds. And I feel like people are going to be talking about Lil Nas X for a very long time. <laughs> because he's too much of a hot topic to not talk about. Like, you have to talk about him at some point. It just has to come up. Um, but this was this was an interesting... It was a long overdue conversation, and we got started on this very, very late. But you know what? It was definitely worth the wait. It was definitely worth talking about. Because you definitely had some, some high points to speak on. And I don't think I could have talked about anybody talked about this with anybody else and had, you know, mutual understanding of what was going on. (laughs) Because most people would just judge it for what it's supposed to be, not for what it is. So all the things he's playing off of, that's all they pay attention to. They don't see behind that to what he's actually trying to say or what he's actually trying to do. They just focus on what they see on the surface, which the whole point of the podcast is to deep dive into all of this shit. And I think we I think we've established that. Any Most final definitely. any final words before we close out the evening? Um any final words would be to support us when we drop our songs coming soon on SoundCloud. There we go. Speaking of Sneed, shout out to Sneed from out East for recording us over the past couple of months and, and, and making those checks sound lovely. Um you sent me those checks earlier this week. My sound quality on my cell phone is trash, but I'm sure they sound amazing. Um, they sounded pretty good to me to have such shitty sound quality on my phone, but I heard them also as they were people, being pre-mixed. So, I just need people to remember that we're not in a professional studio yet, but we will get there. Regardless, and it still sounds good. Regardless, it still sounds yeah. good. But we're super excited, so we hope that the support that y'all give us in the podcast, y'all also support our music. I hope so. And with that being said, thank you for tuning in to the live feed. And this is us signing out.